Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome back to Asians Talking Puck with a K. Um, I'm your host, Ahan Seberwal, and I just had the greatest mishap of all time trying to do these intros. I've never stuttered on my intro once when we've been doing this. I failed. Um, so I guess now <laughs> it's classified as an after hours episode. I said it's not, and then it is. <laughs> you guys might see the final you guys might see the the that original no, cut. No, I'm not putting that's <laughs> not going on the internet. That was a fail. That was a fail. And there's a reason that I said puck with a K. It's not with an S. <laughs> such a such an epic fail. Alright. Um I don't know when this is coming out, um, because we do have the Asian stories once release. I haven't dropped that yet. I'm gonna drop that sometime this week. Yeah. Um. That's edited, right? We did get that edited. Mm-hmm. If not, I think so. Yeah, I think we plan to leave that fully as it is, no cuts or anything. So. Um, yeah, honestly, it's been so long since we recorded that two or three weeks ago yeah. that I I kind of don't remember, but I'm pretty sure yeah. most of them were all set to go. Yeah, I we've, think that we've was been getting case. better at this whole podcasting thing. Definitely, definitely. Um, so today's just going to be a, a chill light day. Um. There's some hockey news that we do need to go over, um, some signings, and then after that, just kind of talk about some other news. Um, yeah, we got some we got some fun topics for tonight. Yeah, uh, Stastny and Kessel, they're both signed. Um, yeah. So both for is it one point five that they uh, each got? I think so. Um, that's I know that's what it is for Stastny. I think Kessel's the same thing. Um, yeah, well, interestingly enough, I think Stasny's is actually 1.25, but there's a 500k bonus if the Canes win the cup, which is such an interesting contract to me. I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, <laughs> it, it's not. I just, I think he's got a good team this funny year. Funny that, like, the, <laughs> that is true. I just think it's really funny that, like, the, the, the um, like little caveat in that contract is the Canes have to make, it's not like they have to make it to the second round or Eastern conference final. Like a lot of contracts are, it's like they have to win the cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it, they have confidence. I respect it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So actually there's other, some other news that we'll go over in a minute, just some goaltending stuff. Um, so yeah, castle 1.5 million to uh, the golden Knights and Stassi that's a good contract. That was a good contract. It just confuses that's like, me. Though that's like the first good contract I've seen Vegas make in so long. That's true. I just <laughs> I don't, <laughs> shot at Vegas. I'm just a little bit confused by it because they just shipped off so many pieces for, for cap reasons. And now they're signing veterans who they hope will add depth scoring. Like, it's just not clear to me. Yeah, what that's they're true. trying to do here because it looks like they're going to rebuild and then they started giving out pieces for free like Max Pacioretty and I'm just a little bit confused on what the what the five-year plan is out of the out of the Knights organization yeah I mean frankly I'm not even sure if the Knights know what their five-year plan is at this point but uh <laughs> I, I'm not taking any more shots at the Knights um yeah no that is uh that's definitely an interesting move um I mean, you do have to wonder if it's just kind of one of those moves that, I mean, he was cheap enough. You might as well get a decent player in there to, you know, keep ticket sales up and whatnot. Yeah, Maybe I mean, that's they could part just of it. Looking, I mean, they could be looking to, to go all in for the cup this year. And 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they got rid of so many. Who they get rid of? They got rid of Max Pacioretty, Evgeny Dadnov. Um, maybe those are. I mean, it could just be that those are legitimate yeah. cap failures. But if that's the case, I still don't understand why they traded them for nothing. You could have gotten those out to other teams for something. Um, yeah, you have to wonder, though, if every other team was looking at it as like, hey, we're not going to bid anything because Vegas has to get rid of these guys at some point. That's a good point. Like, I mean, if I'm every other, if I'm a GM in the NHL, I'm talking to every other GM and being like, hey, we're just not going to bid on these guys and he'll give them, he'll give them out for free to one of us. That's true. I mean, some point, so. I feel like Vegas could have kept it under wraps that they were, uh, that they were about to, um, go for all these crap crunch movies and they could have been saying, Hey, we want to get some yeah. more youth. Um, we want first round picks and prospects for Max Patch ready. It's a move. We believe that we need to make for rebuilding. They could have fully lied about it and then pulled up. Pulled yeah. The although I mean, I mean, anyone with a little common sense and cap friendly.com will know, uh, Vegas has some major cap issues. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> I still think that they could have been like, we're going for a rebuild now. Um, yeah. And and it would have still made sense. They could have maybe coaxed a bit of a lie out of that one. Um, yeah. But a solid contract. I mean, he's not the best player anymore, but I think with the I'd right people for, around 20 goals, for the contract, 15 assists. For the contract, 1.5, that's really not bad. I mean, Like I said, I that's, that's in my eyes, actually a pretty decent contract. Because I feel like, yeah, he's a little... Kessel's obviously past his prime, but he could still be a solid middle six forward, in my opinion. And I think, I think what you get out of him is power play usage and, and, and scoring usage. If you put him up with two guys who can really skate and move well, yeah, I see no reason why Kessel can't get, as I just said, 20 and 15, 35 points, respectable. Yeah. Especially the 20-goal side of things, big help. Mm-hmm. And you gotta make Which for 1.5 is a steal. Oh, for sure. And you got to make up for Dadnov and, uh, and, and uh, Patches. So Yeah. Um, other news out of them, uh, they're starting the season with Laurent Brassois. Is that how you pronounce that? I think so. And Logan Thompson as their goaltenders, um, just because of the surgery stuff with... Uh, who is it? Why, am I, why is the name eluding me? I can see the pads. Leonard. Leonard. Yeah, Robin Leonard. Uh, the panda. I think that's his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think of the Stastny contract since it's your team? Yeah, um, I see it similar, actually very similar to the Kessel contract. If you think about it, both players are fairly similar. They're both, you know, I mean, they, they play a different style, but they're both older veteran, you know, potentially high scoring wingers. They're each getting an average of 1.5 million. Um, I really, really like this signing for the Canes also because of Stastny's versatility. He plays as a center and if needed, I think can fill in a two C role. I I don't think that's where he's going to play, but if you look at his stats, he, I want to say scored like five fewer points than our 2C this past year, Vincent Trocek, mm-hmm. and he did it in like 10 less games or something like that. And so I mean, that's the thing his with production him. is still production. there. He has a production yeah. of a second-line center. The concern yeah. is his skating. His skating is just... Yeah. It was Not to mention... The go other nice thing, 
yeah, the other nice thing about him is his face-off win percentage is like only second or third behind the number one guy, mm-hmm. and the number one guy in the NHL is Jordan Stahl, I believe. Or oh, you know, so that's a it really changes. It changes. It changes. But I know Stahl stays up around that number one spot. I know the Lightning have a frequently. lot of good face-off men too. Yeah. So, but the thing is, Stastny can also play on the wing, which I think is mm-hmm. maybe more realistically where he slots. I don't uh, know. I it's like hard I'd to like say. Him at center. I, like I do see, like him at center. Yeah. I'd like to see like you could you could have Jordan Stahl and Paul Stastny and have two quasi second lines. Yeah. Um, yes, that is true. And they both play a similar two way game, though. I think um, Stahl has a little bit more foot speed on him. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. I haven't seen honestly a whole. I haven't watched Stastny very closely, um, so I, I I can't say a whole lot to his speed. But yeah, um, it's diminished. Yeah, I think he and Stahl are probably. A, about the same i mean neither of them are known to be super fast guys but mm-hmm. the um, benefit yeah. of Stastny is un- unreal two-way play he's got really good defensive work yeah and, that's um, true and and i believe that the canes are are um their their speed comes from effective passing not as much skating um oh yeah I, yeah that's and, that's and, and that's and that's Stastny's type of play when he plays with pace it's based around his passing when he was young in colorado it was it was more skating oriented but uh, as he's aged, he's mm-hmm. leaned more into the passing. So good signing. I thought yeah. he would have gotten more earlier. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he only got $1.5 million. Uh, but the the last thing that like plays into account here with the Canes is they still have to dump one or two contracts, which I have to think Don Waddell has been trying to get rid of Jake Gardner's contract all summer. No one's taking it. Uh, What's his contract at? 4-5 or something? 4 5 Okay. So he was an IR this past year, which is why it didn't play much of a big issue. But uh, he's coming off IR this year, and currently the Canes are three million over. I'm trying to see if that includes. Uh, I don't even think that includes. Yeah, that doesn't even include Jake Gardner's contract. There should so be teams willing be... to take him, though. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. The other yeah. thing, though, that I forgot about is actually Patch's contract is going to go on IR until March or something. That's right. That's right. So they're expecting Stassing to fill fill in some scoring holes. Yeah, which is part of the reason why they got him. And hear me out. If the Canes can make it to the playoffs by March, which I think they've got a good chance to, they they could just pull a Tampa and just keep him on IR and bring him back for the playoffs. Hey, I mean, it could work. Um, <laughs> because, and people were saying, like, once Patches comes back, the forward line is, the forward group is kind of nuts. It's it's really kind of nuts. It is pretty. Especially pretty if you have guys like Natchez and uh, and Kokanemi who can step up and be top six I guys. I think is going to step up big time this year. I think so, too. If, if that happens, even if one of them steps up to be a top six guy, it's going to be a scary forward group this year. Mm-hmm. It really is. So I'm the looking forward to it. Down the middle. Yeah. I, mean, I like I like Carolina this year. So. The Canes front office has done a good job once again of getting me believing we could win a cup again. <laughs> hey, I mean, I've been doing with the Avs three years in a row. It, it, yeah. It, it comes. I think the Canes window is opening this year, I'd say, with the yeah. way that Boston's fallen off and, you know, they've signed some guys, but. Yeah, another thing that the Canes organization has done to mixed reactions of the Canes fans 
is switched their home jerseys. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. I like it. Yeah, I I like it too. However, being Canes fan for what is it? I don't know, fifteen years at this point. It's going to be weird not seeing them wear red at home all the time. I think what would have been kind of nicer is not to have the uh, the hurricane warning flags as the primary logo, but to to maybe go for like a, a black redesign with a. Uh, um, the actual canes like uh, yeah hurricane now logo, if that makes sense there is one hope to this and that is New jerseys? so current yeah basically yeah. so the blacks the black jerseys are now the home jerseys the white ones will stay the away ones even and though the white change. ones are kind of meh but and if you change them? the if you change the third jersey to a red jersey and some people have thought maybe it's going to be the original Canes jerseys because this year is the 25th anniversary. Oh, that'd be really cool. That'd be really dope. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you remember what the original Hurricanes jerseys look like, or at least the Reebok ones. Not, not the awful red only ones. Those ones are terrible. Like the ones with the silver and the black and the white. If they bring those back, I'm, I'm going to be burning multiple holes in my wallets because those jerseys are so good. And they're oh, so, they for me, they're so classic because those are the jerseys that I remember the Canes playing in. So, yeah. I mean, for sure. And, and honestly, I think that they could be sort of setting up for uh, the, the switch in uh, jersey manufacturers so that they end up yeah, going to redesign yeah. black jersey. But, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, speaking of contracts, though, which we were talking about earlier, um, the job market is kind of tough right now there's a lot of guys unsigned right now evan rodriguez zach aston reese um those are just two calvin dahan there are plenty of guys pk subin those are plenty of guys who can help out bottom sixes middle sixes d- defensive cores i mean pk subin could be a fourth man on certain teams in the league so it just shows how and same thing with um calvin dahan and then i think yeah I know, i'm um only Mata signed, I think, but um. So now, so it's just it's just kind of a difficult situation, and you gotta wonder when these guys get signed. Um, so here's the question. Yeah, here's the Andy question. Milano for too. Me. I forgot to mention him. He's unreal. Yeah, yeah. So interestingly enough, I think I'm gonna present an argument here, and I don't think PK Subban is gonna be part of this argument, and I'll explain why. Um. So with guys, yeah, like you mentioned, Evan Rodriguez, Sonny Milano, Calvin DeHaan, you wonder if, if it keeps going on and on and on, if eventually they're going to take less money. They have to, for sure, at this point. Yeah, but here's the interesting thing about P.K. Subban is with this whole thing potentially joining TSN, or is it TSN that he's joining, or is it ESPN? One of the one of the one of the one of the sports yeah. organizations. I don't. I can't remember. remember which one. I thought it was one of the Canadian ones. Um, although he he would do a lot of help for ESPN, but that's the topic for another day. Um, I think if I, like for PK Subban, if his offer is not good enough, he might just he might just do that. Mm, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see him continue in the league, but I do. Sense. Yeah, I, I want to see him go back too. But I'm Still. trying to think from his perspective. He's I mean, not getting the wonder, money he wants. You have to wonder if these guys are verbally signed, and we're just waiting on. Oh, no. That that could be true, and you could also have a team waiting to clear cap before exactly. they officially sign a guy, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So um, I, again, I want the apps to sign either Milano or Evan Rodriguez to just shore up the center depth in case Rodriguez Newhook... would be really nice for them even, to decide. Like if if uh, Newhook doesn't fill up the two C role, 
Um, having a guy like yeah. Evan Rodriguez would be a nice sort of middle six combination, at least until the oh, trade deadline sure. when we can start flipping people and, and acquire a, a legitimate two C. But uh, yeah. enough on that. Do we want to talk about Kadri real quick? Because that's been talked about a ton, but we might as well might as well get to it. Yeah. So I actually had those looped in our notes, or sorry, not looped, lumped in our notes with the Sean Monahan trade because yeah. I actually think that these pair together really nicely. I mean, I think. Um, Monahan was moved for Kadri. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we'll preface by saying with the Monahan trade, it was Monahan and a who did you wait? Why first, am I blank? Oh, to Montreal. To a great trade by Montreal, unbelievable. And but didn't okay? Didn't the first in that trade have like a thousand stipulations on it? I think there's a lot of um, chaos on it, and it's going to be not in the next few years. I think it's like 2025, and like from Florida yeah, I or thought something. so too. I think it might be Florida's um, first. Okay, so here, oh boy, oh boy, it's a whole paragraph on cat friendly. I'm going to read it out. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, so it is Sean Monahan, and as of now, the 2025th first round pick from Calgary. Here are all the stipulations, and it is long. Conditions number one: If Calgary's 2024 first round pick is between 20 and 32, Montreal can take that pick instead. And in the event that Calgary receives Florida's 2025th first round pick, I'm guessing that has to do with the Huberto trade. Uh, if both Calgary and Florida's picks are not in the top 10, Montreal will receive the better of the Calgary and Florida 2025 first round picks. And if Calgary's pick is in the top 10 and Florida's pick is not in the top 10, Montreal receives Florida's pick. Uh, and in the event that Calgary does not receive Florida's first round pick, uh, Montreal will receive the Calgary pick. And if Florida's pick is not in the top 10 and is a better pick, wait, then Calgary's and was transferred to another team due to prior conditions. Montreal will also receive Calgary's 2025th fourth round pick. And if Calgary's, oh, I see. That's if Calgary's pick is not in the top 10. If Calgary's pick is in the top 10 and the pick is first overall, Montreal will receive Calgary's 2025 third and the better of the Calgary and Florida 2026 first round pick. And if Calgary's pick is second to 10th montreal receives calgary's 2025th first round pick yeah it's a ton there's a ton um at the end of the day, <laughs> I couldn't even first follow round, that. they will get a first round pick likely from somewhere uh almost guaranteed no not uh yeah yeah, yeah okay but it might not be all the way till 2026 if i mean it doesn't matter at this point that's yeah great, great that's, again either way un, unreal move by um by Montreal it makes their team more competitive. Monahan, he has he's had some down years. I think he'll do better. Um, yeah, I remember we were talking a few years ago about the whole first line um, of Calgary having issues, and now they're all gone. They're all gone, right? Because it used to be Monahan, Chuck, and Gaudreau. Then it became oh, that is interesting. That is really interesting. All three are gone. Um, <clears throat> it was for a while Lindholm instead of. I guess it, it was all last year, but whatever. Lindholm's probably going to slot into the first line, I yeah, imagine. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that the issue is the term. Um, and I know people are saying, oh, the cap's going to go up. The term's not a big deal. I just think the issue... Oh, wait, how much, in it, how much is this term? Seven years. Oh, how many of those years does he have left? No, 
it's it's a new deal seven years oh for monahan wait for monahan or cadre for for cadre did i say monahan oh oh sorry yeah uh i can't remember my it's brain after just hours, it's all right. cadre. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, so yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Cadre. for seven years i mean the issue is just like the age the fact that the production no, I, will I fall yeah. it's not necessarily that the cap will create problems for them i don't think it will the cap's going to go up by three to five million in a few years um and then it'll continue to go up by one to two increments for another few apparently supposedly um well i heard grouped. i heard i don't remember if it was bill daly or some it was some reputable source said that after 2024 the cap could actually start raising by a lot which i assume means yeah. three to five million that's what i was assuming three to five million oh, okay yeah, one yeah. to two afterwards um depending on revenue maybe it goes up even more um yeah and there's all those escrow factors and whatnot but still it's not going to kill them in terms of their their cap space but it's just going to be a dead weight to have four million or five million additional dollars in what you'd want in a guy producing a certain number of points. Um, yeah. That's sort of my issue. And that's the same thing with uh, Huberdo. Once he's 35, what if he's only producing 30 points? Do you still want to have him earning 10.5 million, even if it doesn't hurt you in terms of hurt you as in push you against the cap deeply? But there's there's money that you probably want to spend elsewhere. Um, I don't know if you have any other yeah. thoughts on Kadri. No, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, I've, I don't have anything else to add. I think if anything, you probably know Kadri better than I do. Yeah. Good player. So yeah, no, definitely a good pickup for them. Big glue guy. (laughs) And for, for Calgary with as much as they lost, they seem to have made up for it fairly well. I mean, if you think about it, they have made up, they lost, what is it? three top six forwards they've brought in two right two oh, i guess three but yeah. they also who wait sorry who would no you're right because kachuk gaudreau monahan huberdo um cadre so yeah they, they lost three got two but they also did gain mackenzie Weger. they gained a few picks things like that so i think they won. actually no they did not gain a few picks oh, they, yeah, they, lost. they got a fourth yeah, but then they shipped their first out to Montreal. Okay, so yeah, and yeah, but they ended up recouping a first right from the Kachuk trade. Kachuk trade because I got two. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so I, I think a close I don't think, win. I mean, so. it was they're probably kind of put in a tough situation where a lot of those guys verbally or maybe non-verbally just indicate they weren't coming back. Given if that was really the case, where Calgary had no chance at all of re-signing those three guys. I think they did a pretty good job. I agree. Like, um, like, heck of a job to them to kind of recoup what they were going to lose anyways and gain a few picks out of it as we just went over. So, Yeah, yeah and I mean, Kadri to Calgary was called by Kevin Weeks. It's not the most surprising thing. I wasn't sure if he'd really? okay. sure want to go back to Canada because of the, the way the media is over there, how how tough they yeah. are on, on players. But it makes sense. The fit's, the fit's exactly right. Big yeah, market. Yeah, he wants, he, he's, he's now demonstrated that he can he can really um dominate so good for him yeah. secured the bag um there's the yeah. uh, <laughs> wjc stuff now yeah let's talk about that um Hitties, sorry, my mind is my mind is blanking yeah the u.s uh took an l unfortunately fat l <laughs> but i mean they did win 
whenever the last year was before that 2021 yeah. i think I mean, it a lot felt of players like didn't kind go. of a while yeah i mean a lot of players yeah. didn't go to this tournament when it was rescheduled just because nhl camps and stuff so yeah that's true it was different. unfortunate yeah i, mean, I actually this year first year in a few years that i've been like following hockey pretty closely i actually didn't get a chance to watch the wjc at all i watched it a little bit it was but it was a very good pretty tournament, much, but I just didn't. After after the U.S. got knocked out, I, I kind of, not that I stopped caring, but it's like, you know, you I'm rooting for the U.S. So. To care. You also didn't have time to care. You were, yeah. you were yeah. moving into college. <laughs> yeah, well, I was also gone at a camp for like a week. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's talk about the save. Um, that was dope. That was a really cool yeah. save from McTavish. The question is Defenseman McTavish, right? Okay. <laughs> here's, Anaheim, here's, who's it? Anaheim here's, Ducks defenseman Mason McTavish. Here's my question for you. Give it, I don't know. Let's say twenty years. Right? And the era of Crosby and McTavish, you can maybe already see where I'm getting at this, is kind of starting to merge together a little bit more. Because right now, McTavish and Crosby, they are completely like different generations of players. But think about it in like 10, 20 years when it yeah, seems like there was as much of a gap. Era. Yeah. Which do you think is going to be more iconic? Crosby, the golden goal sure. or the golden save? Crosby's golden goal. I mean, that is... USA versus Canada, the Olympic Games 2010 in Vancouver at home. It's the Olympics versus WWE. That is true. However, it's, and it's and it's best on best. Like like everyone knows this tournament doesn't didn't have all the talent that it would have when it was originally scheduled. That was a tournament that I'm, had ridiculous teams. I think Zetterberg was even in that tournament. You know, I'm completely forgetting. Okay, that was a little bit of a bluff on my end. I was forgetting that that was uh not a wjc game did you mean uh did you mean uh the the, the anders lee or jordan eberly goal uh no i for some reason was thinking that was a wjc goal but it was no, not that's the so never never mind never never mind okay we'll move on we'll spare you the pain <laughs> um NHL, EA Sports, NHL 23. Are you going to buy it? It's cross, it's cross platform now, which is the big, the biggest update, I think. But it's not, it's still not available on PC. That's true. That is, that's that my, is that's my problem. That's my only problem with it. If, if, EA, release it on PC and I'll buy it. I like, I'm not even joking. I will like. buy it. Yeah, is that's FIFA true. On PC? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I think sure. it's hard to have those types of games on, on a computer, but um yeah okay so thought so it was revealed uh trevor zegris and sarah nurse are on the cover and i think the biggest addition to the game was that they're adding the female athletes into the game well among other things but that was kind of the biggest that yeah, i heard a of. huge one so um, what are your thoughts that. on I, I mean i feel like we probably have pretty straightforward thoughts on them adding females to the game. I mean, obviously we both probably agree that that's a great, great move yeah. for the sport as a whole, but in terms of the cover, 
let's talk about that. What are your thoughts on the cover? I like it. Um, I think a lot of people have this misconception that NHL just decides to pick a cover and then like, the athlete has to go. Like, there is a reason that Crosby is not on the cover. He doesn't yeah. want to be on the cover. There's a reason that McKinnon likely will not ever be on a cover. He doesn't want to be on it. Same thing yeah. with so many players. And it's not that they don't like the games, they don't care about them. It's just they don't want to be the cover athlete. They don't they don't they don't want the time commitment. They don't want to have to they want to focus on winning a Stanley Cup. That's all that matters yeah. to them. They don't care about the heart, the, the art Ross, the, the the cover, the the this new skates that you get from um Bauer or CCM because you're the cover athlete or whatever. They they care about hoisting the cup. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like it. Zegers is a good young player. So if, if that's who they could get, it's unbelievable. He, they had the, um, Zegers flip in the game. Um, he's really, um, funny, charismatic. A lot of people like, him. um, so I think it's good. And I think it's a cool, it's a cool cover. Yeah. I think, I think I'll, cause I don't know about you. I saw a lot of hate for the cover. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of it is just kind of stems from the fact that the cover is very non-traditional in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. It's trending in a new direction. And whenever you do something a little bit new and different, you're always going to have a lot of pushback. Uh, the one thing, though, that I will say I kind of agree with, with some of the hate or dislike, I wouldn't really say I hate the cover, because I, I, in general, I really like it. Um, but I will say... The only thing is when you look at the cover, it does not scream hockey game to me. But that might be the attempt they're going for because they don't think people play hockey games, so they want it to... That's true. That's vibe. true. Which I if that's the that, marketing yeah. tactic behind that, then yeah, by all means, go for it. But that was my only thing to me is like, it doesn't necessarily scream hockey. Like for me as a fan, it's like, okay, I recognize these people. I know they're hockey people. And I think they might even be holding sticks or something. But from like afar to me, it doesn't. It just doesn't strike me as a, a, as a cool, hockey game. I think a cool, cool cover might have been like having a um, having a a, a rink like a like a um, um, a, sort of like just the goal, and then a, the back of a rink with the boards and the glass, um, yeah. framing like the ocean and two palm trees, and there's no ice; it's just concrete, and you have them standing there with the sticks instead of what they have. It's just more like hockey based. Um, yeah. And you have like a sunset in the background or something cool like that. Yeah. I do like the addition of the palm trees as someone who grew up in a small hockey market. I like the representation. (laughs) So I I can't tell. I sort of already have it going with the the, um, net behind them. I just would have liked to see like the ocean and some boards and like a sunset or something kind of. Yeah. It's not as as obvious as it could be. And the net's kind of also very hidden. They yeah, have the ice though. I mean, it's a fine cover. I like it. It's cool. I like the yeah. jersey. That no, I, yeah, yeah. The the jersey selection is clean. Both of those jerseys. I can't remember where you rank those, but those we are definitely high. both. We, yeah, we were, they're they're high. Um, my my issue with it is just the game for the, so many years has just felt the same, <laughs> look the same. The AI is the same. It's still on the old generation. I get it's not FIFA. I get it's not Madden 2K. Yeah, but. And it's not the most profitable high flying triple A game and it's not it's not boosting profits by massive amounts every year. But EA is part of the reason 
why that happens. They contribute to the problem. When you don't make the game enticing to buy, the only people who buy it are the people who want it. So who are already wanted, who are diehard NHL fans who need the game every year. There's a reason yeah. I don't buy it every year. Because I know that for three years in a row, it's the same <laughs> thing. I had yeah. 17. 19 was free for a certain amount of time, so I got that. I got 20 um, because it was also $5 for a certain amount of time. And I think I might buy NHL 24. Yeah. Like, now, I don't know if I'll buy this game. Yeah. Now, as our closing thought here, if you had one thing that you would want added to the game to change it, what would it be and why? That's a really good question. Because you do wonder, like, uh, yes, I think there's always something that can be innovative, but, like, how far can you really make? I, like, how far can you really go? Can I have, like, a little bit of a different critique? It's, like, many things, but it makes sense altogether. As yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. small things. Not to quote Blink-182, but... It's all of the small things that 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 make the game feel old, like an old engine. Why can't? Yeah. Why are we on an engine that FIFA has already moved past? Why can't we be on the same engine? Right? You don't have to put in so much money to have it on the same engine. Um, and the little things like the immersiveness of the game has gone down. The commentating doesn't feel. It does not feel like you are playing hockey. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel that way. Like, the commentator speaks once every 20 seconds, and he'll just say, passed it up ahead. Anaheim's got the puck. Moved up to the other player. Like, it doesn't even say the names every now and then. So yeah. I, I just feel like the immersiveness could go up. The little things, the little details, having animations make sense. Having the AI break out with a little bit more pace and, you know, that's a... That's where I'm at. Just the little things. If they could, they don't even have to add a new engine. If they could just work on the little things that make the game immersive and fun to play, that'd be good. Yeah. So what about what about you? I know you don't play them very much, but yeah, I agree with that for the most part. I yeah, I think there's not a whole lot they can add in terms of like actual gameplay. Just yeah, fixing all those those little things there. But yeah, I mean that's it. That's that's what we got for the game. I mean. Hopefully it turns out good. Hopefully uh, it's fun. But uh, with that, um, we want to thank you all for listening to this quick episode. Um, and uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Asians Talking Puck. After hours, going to end this before the zoom ends. Bye.